motherfuckers, we back in this bitch. You know what the fuck this is. It's your boy. Uh, am I your boy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know most of you fucking people. <laughs> so this is the the We Drunk Right Now podcast. Um, back from a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I took a couple months off. Just you know, you know, I had to get my money up. I had to buy, you know, I had to invest in some Bitcoin. Um, you know, I had to go, you know, fly overseas. You know, chill with fucking, you know, royal sheiks and all types of shit like that. Um, but damn, man, I, I missed y'all. I wanted to tell y'all people, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for the people who have been hitting me up like, yo, where's the podcast at? Where's the podcast? Like, look, man. Man, nigga, I'm busy and this shit. First of all, it's called We Drink Right Now, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to take y'all behind the curtain. Like, nigga, we really be getting drunk. <laughs> like, man, this shit is like... It took a toll on my body, man. I got, like, sick and shit. Like, I literally felt like my kidneys were shutting down. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm an old man. I just had a birthday not too long ago, too, so shout out to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's what happened, y'all. I'm sorry that I, I took so much time off of the podcast. Shout out to my girl, Second Genesis. Um, she's here in spirit. Uh, she'll be on periodically. She's no longer a part of the podcast anymore, but, you know, that's still the homie. And uh, you know we still we still kicking every now and again. So um, damn, I'm so uh, you know this 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 week we're in Philly. Uh, sometimes I go to New York, sometimes I go to DC. But now you know I'm going to kick it home. I was like, yo, I'm hit up one of the day one homies. Definitely, definitely one of the homies has been a part of this uh, podcast since pretty much its inception. My boy Trey's in here. What's up, Trey? Yeah, man. What up, man? Long time. Long time, bro. Happy birthday, bro. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know, I want to. I want to thank God. I want to. Um, I want to thank. Um, you know, uh, Al Qaeda. <laughs> I want to thank ISIS. Nah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and hop off this podcast. Ah, oh, shit, man. Come on, man. What the fuck. Um, I mean, a little bit of terrorism that never hurt nobody, man. What the fuck. Well, yes, it did. Let me take that back. All right, I'm joking, guys. Who we a part of? All right, all right, guys. Guys, I'm fucking joking. All right, (laughs) guys. Guys, so up fucking tight, man. Jesus Christ. All right, so um, (laughs) all right, so 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 Trey, man, tell everybody what you've been up to. I think the last time you were on, um, damn, this is when um we had like this like. Global warming man. shit, I think, was in Philly. Yeah, was that it was the summertime? It was, it, was a, yeah. it was a hot summer. Uh, we were definitely drunk on that podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. for sure. Um, oh, yeah, that old oh, actually, no, I forgot about that one. That was when um, I had my homegirls from Lancaster came through who were just shit faced and just, I don't know, kind of being obnoxious. Um, you can go back to the episode, anybody who's listening and. If you want to listen, listen. If you don't, I don't blame you. Because <laughs> that one was pure shit. <laughs> it was fun, man. It was fun. Actually, you know what? That's, that's the cool thing about doing a podcast, especially when you do it with, with all your friends. It's just like, you know, um, you can sit around and shoot the shit. Thank God my friends actually know how to speak and, you know, complete sentences. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Is It will be... It'd be very difficult to do this podcast by myself, so I'm, I'm glad, you know, to have um, the homies in here. We also have my other homie here, Jordan. What's up, boy? Hey, hey, what's going on? It's your man, P1J Dub. If you listen to me, that means you've listening to the new Wrestling Alliance. We mean business as well. Oh, man, this nigga sounds like he's on every fucking R&B radio station. <laughs> right. What's up, man? Are you are you professional? Um, you can call me professional sometimes. Could, could you just, like, say, um, coming up next, we have Aaliyah, one in a million? 
Coming up next, we have Aaliyah, one in the middle. Damn, this nigga's good. He about to take my motherfucking job. Get that nigga the mic back. Get that nigga the mic back. That's cool. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, man. I'm a big fan. Been listening to for a while, for a long time. Oh, yeah? What's your favorite episode? The one I'm on. Good answer. All right. So, um... Damn, man, it's been a, it's been a great year. You know, what I'm saying uh, this is kind of going to be our end of year wrap up for we drunk right now. Um, and on this podcast, not only do we just get fucked up and talk about you know pussy and shit like that, which is what I do a lot of times when I get drunk. Um, <laughs> we also like to talk about just, just real shit that's going on. So um, first, you know, let's let's start talking about hip hop. You know, hip hop in 2017. We I think. In my opinion, this might be the best year in hip hop that we've had probably in almost man ten years maybe. Um, let, let, let's, let's recap all the albums that came out. We had Jay Z four four four. We had Kendrick Lamar Damn, mm-hmm. Drake More Life. Um, it's all the shit, huh? Rhapsody. Uh, her album came out. That shit was pretty dope. Rhapsody is good. Um, Freddie vs. Jason that just recently came out. Gucci put out like five albums and all of them were fucking good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so. Future. Oh, yeah. And Future put out a double, a double album this Migos. year. Migos. Migos Culture. Man. Oh, man. Heavy. So, in, in, in y'all opinion, uh, what is your, what do you think is like the album that you would like to get drunk to the most that came out this year? Well, the hardest thing is, is that being like with the, with the, Admitted Jay Z bias. You have to take the Jay Z four forty four out of the category because that's a Why? person who just he's a person who just stands on its own tier. Like either you are a huge Jay fan and like, hey, that's gonna be in there in the Jay rotation or hey, if I'm listening going in a different direction. But you know, this is the thing when I when I hear people talking about Jay Z, I think people put this guy on a certain pedestal that he doesn't necessarily need to be on at all times. I mean he's still mortal, he's still no, just because he calls himself Jehovah doesn't mean that he's actually Jehovah, you know. Oh no, one, um, no, no one necessarily thinks that. No one necessarily so, thinks so, that. So, so, so you saying that he should be, um, you know, removed from the category because I guess he's well, like, one. Like I said, it admitted it with an admitted bias. So I'm mm-hmm. going. So I know I'm going to listen to if I want to, if I'm in a Jay Z mood, like that's at the top of the rotation, or if I'm if there were, that's more my more more my default. But right. on the same hand. So 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 wait let's 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 dissect four 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 though especially for you because um uh, to to pull back the tape you know this is a grown ass man you know what I'm saying this nigga has a full ass motherfucking Christmas tree in his house I ain't got shit in my house okay this <laughs> 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 nigga got lights and bells and shit on this shit um so do you feel like you're just more into grown man hip hop or are you a person who can still listen to the Gucci gangs? And uh, little 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 Dookie stains and shit like that. Um, don't know about little Dookie stains. Oh, that, but, nigga's, that nigga's nice. But <laughs> but I mean, you, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not um, removed from the youth movement and hip hop. I mean, I'm still a fan of Future. I'm still shoot. I'm still a fan of Future, Migos, and um, those guys. But on the same end, I think I'm um, on the back end. If you're talking about another rap album of the year that had, that didn't get mentioned was Rick Ross. Woo! Yeah, and actually, you know, uh, the Grammys recently just came out with their um, nominations for best rap album. That was, uh, it was, it was, it was omitted from 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 the list. Not and and you know what? Here's the thing with, with that, and I think that's also a grown man hip hop album. Definitely, you know, Ross has the best ear for 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 production. I think 
of any rapper currently in the game. Um, but, you know, Ross, for some reason, I guess he doesn't play the proper politics. You know, he maybe he just isn't aesthetically what they want to promote in hip hop as a as a current as also as a fat black nigga. Maybe maybe that's a problem. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <man. laughs> I, I agree with that. I was going to say that when doing was done, but everybody to me, that was my favorite album of the year. Yeah. Um, I did love 444 also, but, you know, 444. It, it also had a purpose, so I mean, yeah. you know, it's that purpose wasn't. Category. Yeah, it wasn't for everybody. It was, you know, that was a special album in general. I, I kind of have trouble putting that in the mix of my albums of the year, just because you know mm -hmm. it, it's serving a whole another purpose on a whole. Now, 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 here's the real reason why I think people are trying to say that. Um, it's because the album didn't have no bangers on it. There's no shit that you I can disagree. really. All right, so so what song on four 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 are you gonna be like, yo? We getting drunk. We we inviting the the, uh, the hoes over. Well, I um, mean that to me that's not how you Dame listen. Marley. That joint, the Damien Marley joint was hot. Oh yeah, the, to, the, to me I'm um, definitely the, doing all of that bum, bum. and more to, to <coughs> that song. But like I said, that that was that's the explanation of exactly what you're saying. Like I I put it on a whole other level. But I'm probably not inviting hoes over and, and bumping four four four. You're right. Yeah. But to me that doesn't take away from being an amazing album. To me, I I thought it was okay. incredible, but for for what it was for. Right, and, mm -hmm. and and you think um, the album? Do you think it inspired you personally as a, as, a, as a black man in America um, who's, who's trying to be upward and mobile? And I shit think anytime Jay Z gets on the mic, it's kind of inspiring to to your ear. I mean, on some level, I think that he had an audience that he was probably going at, and I, whoever it was, I, I'm sure it, it hit home. I, I think he just you know it's, a, it's an educational album. You know, he taught. He's telling you what it is, what it's supposed to be, and you know, Jay Z's is a master that he's the most creative artist in the game, and I think he he sent all those messages. It was loud and clear to me. Now, now, how do you think about the way that he um, that he was just so uh, forthright about his his infidelity with his wife Beyonce? Um, do you think you think that's also something that that men need, need to come to grips with? Well, I was talking about you know the fact that. Sometimes, even if you have a great woman, you can't keep your your, 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 your thing in your pants. You know what I'm saying? Is, is that? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's big to me. I mean, because you know, Jay Z, he's on another planet to most people. So it's like you know, he made it. He made it superhuman. So I think that's what makes the album even better. Is that you know, he came down to earth and he actually put his shit out there. So it's like, yo, like I got Beyonce. Jay Z ain't the most attractive nigga on the planet, and he got Beyonce, and he cheated on him. And he put all of it yeah, on so wax. Means, so I think, I think, you every, know. Every, every, here's the thing, man, man. Men just biologically, man, we just, we have to spread our seeds. Doesn't matter <laughs> um, if you have a Beyonce or Keisha who works at Saberlot, man. It's like, yeah. look, man, you know. So, so what you saying? You're saying, um, man, it's just hard. It's hard. It's hard to, you know, be, be faithful for, for men. I think um, I've always thought that, that you should just have like a two-year lease on a woman, right? And then after the, after that two year uh, lease, you can trade her in, or she can trade about, you in. Talking about we what we talking? We talking short term? We talking years ago? We talking right now? Um, well, it? we talking about this on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just saying. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. If, 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 two year if, lease. Yeah, if you if you have the option, right? Where you, you go to the mm -hmm. host store, right? And you can flip the whole book. Store. Yeah. You go, well, you, well, the thing is, is that <laughs> if I'm going to the whole store, I, there's not a hole I'm gonna pick out of it. I'm going to okay. So, it. so the the <laughs> the professional woman store, whatever the fuck you want to go to. 
If you go, you, uh, the store where you can find women. You know how you know how this sounds, right? I know it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just wanted to clarify. Uh, so, so you go to the whole store. I'm gonna keep that that, that moniker. And um, we in the candy shop. Go yeah, on. okay, the candy shop. Shout out to Fifty Cent and uh, whatever that girl's <laughs> thing was. What was in the video? But um, mm-hmm. Olivia, right? I think. Yeah. Um, so you you, you go to the candy. Little, shop. I thought it was Lil Kim. Nah, the candy shop. Oh, Olivia, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. So, uh, anyway, yeah, so you go to the candy shop, you flick through a book, it has different types of flavors. You might get a real Puerto Rican pecan, you might get your Asian persuasion, you might get your uh, Irish um, tap water. (laughs) And. And uh, and then you got and then you got some chocolate too up in there. So um, you get the pick, and then mutually is is you know it's like oh because well, they they also have to pick you too as well. It's not like it's not like they don't have a choice in the situation. I'm not like saying this is like some kind of like male or bride services. So what what does it have to do? Are you saying that? Yeah, I'm just saying like you you pick them, y'all y'all see what happens. In two years, uh, depending upon how many how many miles you put on it, <laughs> wow. if you go over your miles, you might have to pay a little bit extra. <laughs> wow. Yo, you something else, yo. And um, yeah, uh, then yeah. and then at the end of that period, then you can just be like, all right, bet. Well, well, I mean, so at the, so what you're saying is that you don't believe in being with one woman. I think it's possible to be faithful to one woman. I think I think polyamory and, and being polygamous is is a, is a real thing. I think I think even for for women, um, they feel the same way. I just think that society has conditioned them to think that um, you can't be with multiple women or multiple men if you're a female or if that's no, the I, choice. I definitely see how society is set up for us. To right. fail, and that not I wouldn't even call it fail because if you believe in it, you believe in it. But I mean, for me, I I think it's possible, you know, to to be happy with one. Person. Have you ever cheated on a woman before? You don't have to, you know, in, drop drop the name in life. Yeah, you don't have to self-incriminate yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the majority of 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 men, or if not all, have have made that mistake at some point in their life. Right. I've definitely made that mistake. Um. You know, I don't care. I'll talk about it. Like when I went to um when I first came to college I was in a relationship. Okay. And I immediately fucked up. Like I just wasn't like, I just like was on the not, orientation you just like yeah. I was just not prepared. Like nobody warned me. Right. I didn't know I was gonna come to Temple University and show up there and Where do you think you, you you were gonna go? What'd you say? Like did you have like any schools in mind before you, you chose some? Oh yeah, um schools in mind. I I was gonna go to I got I had an option between Howard, Hampton, um, Morgan State Okay. College Park, and then so it was pretty much either down south schools or I was gonna stay local. Maryland. Um, but then Temple, you know, they offered more <coughs> money, so you know, that's what oh, we yeah, because because you, you were a star cornerback, right? however, I was not prepared for what it had for like when, like it's like you said, at orientation, I was in a relationship as soon as I showed up at Temple University's campus, it was over because I mean, I was in a relationship, she was a, a freshman in college, I was a senior in high school. She was a freshman in college. I was a senior in high school, so like I was already in a position where, and she was at my house like every day. So we spent the whole summer with each other, pretty much. Right. And then I go to college on my own. After the first week, I was overwhelmed. I ain't even going front. So you know, it wasn't even that I cheated right away, but it was like the communication started getting trash. 
Right. It was my first uh, long ter- long term or long distance relationship. So it was just it was just it was just a bad combination. So 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 so, so, yeah, so, so you think um was it the, 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 the distance or the lack of communication that led you to go like, you know what, maybe I should you know, potentially try to, you know, see so what else is out there. Cause it, it was definitely the distance, but it was also my age. Like I was still young, so right. I think a lot of people just getting to college was immediately fucked. Like pretty, my whole damn dorm room was all in relationship when we got there. Right. <laughs> but you know, that that was sure live kind of like right away. Yeah, I think I think it's very difficult for for any any man or woman to be faithful um, between the ages of like you know. 14 to about 30. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's possible. Uh, Jordan, you, you have anything to add to that? I mean, I think like, like, you, 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 you're, you're giving me like, like the, the, the <laughs> eyebrow just now. He gave me a filthy like, look. Like, yeah, he was looking like, 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 like Dwayne Johnson over here. Yeah, I was like, filthy nigga. Oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. I, think, I think the thing is that um, what gets ignored like in this whole thing is a matter of is it possible? Yeah, nat- like I think that, that what gets lost like naturally is it possible? It's kind of it's kind of give or take, yeah, no, but understanding the fact that there's certain things are commitments, like it's a discipline. It's a hey, if I'm sitting here making X, Y, and Z's commitment to this person, that's what a commitment is. It's not, oh, I just can't. It's okay if this is with if this is what I'm committed to, putting forth that effort. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I tend to agree with what you're talking about between like the ages like 14 and 30, because I mean, you figure like those are the points where you're like continuously growing that's why you're in and out of relationships you do your things people have flings and all those and all those and all those things it's a matter of it's a matter of experience before we get into that person but at the end of the day when you get with that person it's an overall commitment and not just hey if I can or if I cannot so so um, speaking for yourself um, when did you realize that you could be a faithful person like was a certain point in your life where you know an age or did you just like mature earlier than, than a lot of people? Um, and give his background while you're saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know this, this man is married. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> he, he's a married nigga. So we understand. Yeah. Gang, gang, you know, yeah. squad up. Happy married and all that good stuff. Yeah. Shout out to my baby Sky. She'll be married. She'll be one year old um, coming up. Shout out to Sky. Hey. Shout out to Sky. Yep. But um, I think overall, like, I'm a very cut and dry person. Either I'm in a relationship or I'm doing my own thing and right when i'm doing my own thing it's unapologetic and when i'm committed i'm committed it's a matter of communication and just again being cut and dry if it's it's just not working it's just not working and mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a gift and a curse because i mean sometimes you come off where you don't feel where you come off on a come off unemotional but on the same end it's it is what it is because again between certain ages you're still growing at a certain rate and Sometimes you're just not on the same level as other people, and right. that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess you know the moral of the story for me is maybe I'm just I'm just immature, man. I guess you know I, I you know actually you know I I I I don't have a problem with uh, with monogamy. Um, I just think that my method of, of, of leasing uh, women is, is just more fun. A lot fun. of, of boxes. <laughs> I mean, because because okay, like like let's be one hundred percent honest. Like after about two years, for anybody in relationship, you get a little bit bored. You might your eyes starts wandering a little bit. Listen, that's what I was trying to say. So like Jordan, you know Jordan's happily married and everything. Um, super happy for the brother. And Likewise. me, I've, I've been in relationships too. But Jordan's a relationship nigga. Like this is oh, obviously okay. this is obviously different this time because you know, you know he obviously fell in love with 
with, with his wife and you know everything's working out great but for me Man, you visit me for a weekend, I'd be ready for you to be out of there by like the like the next day. Like I, I don't know, I just think it's something. I think that's what what I'm trying to grow with now, cause like you know, I'd be like in my space, and I think yeah, me too. I'm at I'm at the age now where it's like I need to get over that because I can't even really imagine living with another woman right now, just because I'm just so protective. My, are are, my are you space. are you a texter or a caller? Am I a texter or a caller? Um. I think it depends on the per- person. I'm definitely a texter, but I definitely feel that it's necessary to talk on the phone. I hate talking on the phone to certain people. Some people I can talk on the phone in <laughs> five hours and feel like what is you know, that? Though? Like, like are they minutes. are they annoying? Are they just dry? Are they boring? They have no personality. Like, like, like what makes it um, more about? Because because I think like when it comes to texting, I think it's just being. I think it's just being like one of us. Like you know, when you meet somebody and you're comfortable with a person. I think a lot of that comes very early on. So if you're talking with somebody, you know, it's it's chemistry. It's not it's not complicated. If you have chemistry for, with a person, you can talk to a person on the phone for hours. It's kind of like that that childhood mentality. You know how you you know back in the day when you was in middle school or element, you know, whatever, you know, high school maybe, and you sit on the phone with the person you like or crushing on. You talk on the phone for them for hours. You you know sneaking up at night talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's still attainable. I just think that it has to be with the right person. Like if the chemistry is there, you know that shit will come. But even getting older, you know I still value my time. So I'm not really trying to be on the phone, you know, for a long period of time. Right. But if I'm feeling you, you know it might happen. So but, so mm-hmm. so are there are there like um, certain instances where you feel like. Uh, all right. So, so with the, are you a FaceTimer more than than, than a caller too as well? Like, would you rather just just FaceTime someone or? It or depends. Or? That's also situational too. Um, if if like for example, I, I was in a long distance relationship recently, and um, in the beginning we were on the phone. In the beginning we were on the phone for long periods of time. So it was like, it, and it was nothing. Like you know, it was early on. Things were fresh and things like. But after a while, I'm like, damn, I'm spending a lot of time on the phone. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't physically keep this up. And the FaceTime was cool too because like I said, we're 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 long distance. So I think things like that is important. You gotta FaceTime, you gotta, you know, talk on the phone, you gotta do these necessary things. Like 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 how long distance are we talking about? Is this like a drive or just a, a flight? You're talking LA. Oh, however, shit. Okay, yeah, so however that's, that's real long distance. However, she she traveled for work a lot, so I still got to see her often, at least so, a, couple, a couple times a month, maybe once a month. Who the fuck is this? Is this um, come on, she, come she, on, she a rapper, singer? No, 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 no. Belly dancer? What the fuck you do? None of the above. But does she have a job? Yeah, she has a very good job. Doing very what? good job. She she eventually moved. Okay. To the East Coast, but not for me. But I'm just saying, she eventually moved to the East Coast. But would would you want her to move for you? No, that was actually one of my main points. Was like, don't move for me. Mm, move move for move. yourself. Okay. Not not saying it like that, but I didn't, because to be honest, like towards that around that time, I was like, I'm not really sure. I'm not really, I don't know how this is going to end up. Right. So I don't want you to change career path, not career paths. I don't want you to change your whole situation for me, and then we don't work out, and now that's on me that you done <laughs> switched up your whole life. I don't want that type of pressure. I'm good. Damn, I mean, the whole long distance thing, that shit can be very, very strenuous, especially... On, on both parties, because you know, 
as I said with with my whole leasing shit, you know, your, your eye does his <laughs> <laughs> whole leasing shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying because like your eye doesn't matter, especially when they're not in front of you, right? So then it's just like you might feel like you have liberty uh, to go out there and do your damn thug fizzle um, for shizzle, my dizzle. You know what I'm saying? So then, and then when that happens, I don't know. There's really no accountability because it's like you can easily cheat. And be in a long distance relationship. Right, right. They will never fucking know. No, no, no. You, you ever know. That, that's why it's tough. <laughs> that's why I said it's very, very situational. Yeah. The chemistry got to be A1. And if I don't talk to you on the phone all night, you need to understand that because we're not on the phone, that I'm not over here fucking somebody or cheating on you right. because I'm on because I'm not on the phone with you right now in this moment. So that's kind of what this shit, you know, that, that's the issue is that it's kind of hard to build trust long distance. Unless y'all built a solid friendship first, because that foundation will be crucial in situations like that. Right. So I think that was my issue in my last relationship because I think we did really well in the beginning, mm -hmm. but it's not like we, we didn't build a solid enough friendship to whereas we were spending all this time apart and the trust really wasn't there to the point where, you know, if we're not on the phone or we're not FaceTiming or we're not communicating, you're feeling uncomfortable. That was the issue. So 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 like let's bring us back to, to, to the um the whole year end shit too as well. Yeah. Um you know, with with, with, with what he's talking about being all this relationship, I think he's also talking about being like a weekend nigga. So, um shout to scissor. Um <laughs> A weekend nigga. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? Cause like if you're in a long distance relationship, you only see that person probably on the weekend, you know. Um and and how would you feel about her? Having a rotation of niggas and you're a part of that rotation. Wait, we, that was my girlfriend though, so that's definitely my nigga. <laughs> but so, you, she still. If you asking me that question, like, you already know <laughs> the answer to that question. If, if she's not my girl, but, but okay, okay, but but, but 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 let's talk about another situation where have you ever been a part of a harem of the girl? Like, cause I, cause I, I'm not a sexist, you know. What I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I think, oh, I think, I think, I think women and men can both have yes, a stable. First of all, first of all, if you're not my girl, to be honest, I'm not one of the type of. I'm not really asking you any questions unless, yeah. unless, unless I'm in, unless my sights are on wanting more of what this is. But I'm not gonna sit there and question you and who, who else you fucking this that. I, to me personally. I don't really act if I'm if we having sex raw. I might ask you the question, yeah. But <laughs> but if I'm just if we're just having sex and um right, I'm we're not in a relationship. To me, I always assume the worst anyway. So not not even not, I wouldn't even call it the worst, but I'm gonna assume that you're doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I know that I'm not you know completely committed to this because you know this is just a thing. But I think anybody would be crazy to assume that the woman's not doing whatever. Now she's claiming that she's not and you're not even asking her the question then i will worry about that because i'm like yo i didn't even ask you like why are you making me feel like yeah if that's what you're doing that's what you're doing we ain't got to talk about it do, do you think women um in general um because a lot of times women do lie about situations like that where they might say that they're not talking to somebody or mm -hmm. they're not doing shit, and they probably are but they always say that oh we're just better liars listen we're, we're I, listen at, um, that whole that whole thing i don't even that's not even a mark against them for me because it, they already got it hard enough just off of, yeah. you know, it's a double standard. You know, they yeah. can't do the exact same things not, not that we do on page. Like, 
on paper, like out loud, like they can't do the same shit. But but but, but I want to scale that back because I think um, and shout out to all, all my female listeners. I know they're gonna you know say some shit to me today. <laughs> but um, I think women actually um, are in in charge. You know, I think women make better leaders. They make better bosses. I think all the best bosses that I've ever had were women. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think women typically run the relationship. Um, women really are the head of household. They're really the person who like makes sure that things are paid and in order, uh, structured, things like that. So it's like when when people say that, oh, women have it so hard. <laughs> no, I was what I was saying. I was I was confiding in that. I was like, I I get it. I get like if a woman is going hard to say I'm not messing with nobody else, or they might have lied that they're fucking with somebody else. I'm not holding that against you if you're single. Like, okay. I get it. You might, you know, it's hard enough for y'all. Like, if that's what you claim. But if you allow yourself to believe everything she says, then that's on you. I I, I want to switch gears a little bit. I'll get off of the, like, the relationship shit. Unless, unless Jordan, you want to say something? If you don't mind. Oh, no. <laughs> Take your time, Barry White. You got this. You got a robo, by the way. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. By the way, this nigga has on a fucking full ass you having a robe <laughs> while we're talking to this nigga. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying not to just like what the fuck? Why is this nigga got on a robe? <laughs> but yeah, well, nigga got the juice, man. Hey, man it, 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 if you got if you got the if you got the fucking juice, man. If you, if you satin and silk, man, it's all great. <laughs> the album yes. cover of this podcast gonna be him in the robe. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely I gotta look for a good picture of a nigga in a robe, just with his legs crossed and shit. I think the thing is, like overall, like does that actually even matter though? Like I think what 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 matters? What do you mean? Um, I think the thing um, when you're talking about like um, women and who and women and who they've dealt with and all those oh, things, no. or like even no. like being a part of the rotation until like I think the thing is until that conversation of being exclusive happens. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm already going to, I would assume, the worst. Are y'all or jealous not, niggas, though? Jealous? No. no. I mean, you got you to gotta care to be jealous. I mean, until... And Savage. I mean... I really don't care. You got to have a conversation with you. I mean, sometimes I care if, if I know uh, she's fucking other niggas. I'll be like, yeah, maybe I might not eat a pussy or some shit like that. You know, oh, I, you, know you, mean, oh, you mean it? Oh, you mean it that kind? Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, saying I like think, I think the thing is, is like based off of the levels of how you interact. I mean, it's just like, hey, if I'm in a monogamous relationship, I'm more more than likely having raw sex. If I'm sleeping around, I'm more than likely strapping up. If I think this chick is sleeping around with other niggas, I'm probably not going to go down. Just like I expe- I don't I wouldn't expect for um, a chick to be um, sucking my dick off rip if she thinks that I'm um, sleeping I mean, around. I, I, you I do. Get your dick however, I do. I expect, however, I expect that. You gotta get your dick sucked. They enjoy it more than, more times than not. I mean, let's be real, niggas. Like, who don't like eating pussy? Like, eating pussy is cool as shit to me. Yeah, I like it. I don't mind it. Yeah, don't bother me. Don't make me no never mind. I think the thing is, I go off of just um, the biological risk, just the same way as I'm unprotected sex. So. What I'm putting myself yeah, this thing at risk like of dare fucking uh, <laughs> commercial right now. If what, what, you don't what, wrap what, up your dick, you'll no, get not, herpes. No, not even. No, not even. <laughs> not, not even. That's some real shit. I mean, like, if I know she's sleeping around and I'm going down, like I'm, I'm putting my mouth. So, at risk so, of so, in, in, in your younger savage days, you never went WWF Raw on some just new PC, uh, a, a, a new, a new piece. Yes. So what the fuck are you talking about? What am, am I? He, he's, he's talking about. He, he's talking about yes, of course he's been a savage, but those have been with joints that he knows is possibly oh, only yeah. fucking him. Oh, 
seven. There you go. So if, if, if you know if you know she knowing around town, you about you about uh, you about to eat the box of, of the neighborhood thought. Is that what you're saying? Um, Isaiah? Isaiah probably. I mean, it's a lot of things that work. So I, mean, I get it. You know, that's that's not. And that's you know fine. what? You know that's, what? That's um, because because I'm I'm very very tra- uh, transparent with, uh, with with my listeners. Um, have I done some shit that I regret? You know, just eating random you pussy? Got, you ain't got regret, I, bro. Absolutely, I have done that. <laughs> 100%. Oh, um, I, I'll, I'll give you guys a story. Um, back in college, I was at this party. Um, shout out to the Hollywood House. Um, oh, I don't know man. if anybody has ever been there before. Um, oh, any, man. Any, oh, my, man. Any of my typical people. Not again. <laughs> so, so, I go to, to this spot. Basically, for y'all who didn't go to Temple University, the Hollywood House was this house. Basically, it was, it was a bando in the middle of the hood, um, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it was ran by some 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 temple homies. Um, hella just drunk white women and some black girls in there, mostly white women. Couple, couple, couple. yeah, couple. They, they were sprinkled in there. Um, one situation, I was in the Hollywood house. I was dancing. I was doing my thing. You know, I'm a big nigga, but I like to dance though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Heavy D. Um, and <laughs> and. This one girl, she she approached me. She we started dancing and shit. She grabs my dick. I'm like, oh. At, at the party. At the party. At while, the party. While we're dancing. In the party. Yep. And I'm like, oh shit, this is about to go down, basically. <laughs> uh, so, um, shorty shorty um, drove there with her friends and shit. So she, I'm like, yo, like like, you know, let's get out of here real quick. So she's like, cool bet. So we go in our car. We start like fooling around and shit. I know my homeboy um, lived around the corner. I didn't live in this neighborhood at this point, so I, I didn't have anywhere to like, you know, take it down there. Hmm. So I hits up. My man's like, "Yo, now I need to crash." So he lets me in. I walk in the crib, and I walk. He lets me in, the, and he goes to his room. I walk straight out until Shorty come up, <laughs> and I take it in the bathroom. And I was like, "Yeah, the first my first move was boom, I'm a." I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a, a little bit of taste of this shit. Let me see what this shit tastes like. Immediately, huh? <laughs> so let me get it straight. Let me get it straight. So yeah, at the party, she grabbed your dick. I know what the party used to be, yeah. man. It was a lot of sweats. It was a lot of basements. It was yep. a lot of. It was it was filthy down there, motherfucker. I, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 took this joint. Yep. To the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You pulled down her pants. Yep. And you put your face in it. Yeah, she was like had her had her wow. you know, she was positioned by like the sink. Let me ask you this. Yes, yes sir. On the level for drunk, on a scale of one to ten, how drunk were you and what were you drinking? So I could never have none of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have been about a nine point five. Okay, okay. Um valid. Right. Uh, drink of choice was they had this crazy ass you know jungle what? juice. You know what? After nine point five you don't even taste nothing no more. So I see yeah, you at. Yeah, so your mind gone and your taste buds. Yeah, over so so uh, they You're had this like autopilot. crazy jungle yeah. juice that was autopilot. that was made of some shit called um uh, what was that shit? Everclear, like Everclear, Everclear? and Vladimir yeah. and shit like that. So it tastes it tastes like fucking rubbing alcohol. First of all, well that's why you that's disgusting. why you was eating random twat. Yeah, so I'm in there. I'm just I'm wavy. You know what I'm saying I'm a motherfucking sound wave at this point. So I'm just up in this shit just. You know, swaying, doing my motherfucking thing, dancing and shit. And <laughs> some, some, like, there was like some devil on my shoulder that said, yo, say, eat her pussy right now. Wow. I was like, oh, yeah, do it. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what's crazy? I just had an epiphany, dog. What's up? So, like, just hearing these stories right now. So, I've known Isaiah for a long time at this point. Yeah. And one, one of Isaiah's signature moves 
when we when we're out with all the, with all the fellas or whoever, he disappears. <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah disappears a lot, <laughs> and I'm not talking about disappearing where like we've been getting fucked up all night and like he's just gone. He just uh, after a few hours he leaves. No, like we'll walk into the venue, he will immediately goes to the bar, and that's the last time we see him for the rest of the party. So hearing this story, I'm thinking like, wait. You're telling me that every time this nigga disappears, he's eating some random trash in the bathroom? Is that what's going on? Is that what's going on, Zach? Oh, man. Oh, it's, man. It's, I'm finally putting two and two together. Hey, man. God damn. I was, I was a wild boy at one point in my life. I, I found, said it was. I, I found Jesus um, today, so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he, found, he found him when we just found yeah. him. I just His name is actually Jesus. He lives in, in fucking yeah. North Philly. It feels so, <laughs> so good to talk to Rubens Cube on this podcast. Yeah, I, just, I just found that Puerto Rican nigga, man. He was around the corner, man. But um, God damn it, Zay. Hey, man. We all have a past. We all have a history. That's a fact. You know, yeah. whatever. Uh, anyway, let's, let's talk about something else. Um, <laughs> you about to switch to the next subject? Let's take a shot real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's take a um, celebratory shot again. This is the We Drunk Right Now podcast. Um, you know, uh, if you are at home, as we always say, and you're listening, you know, pull up. You know, pull up, drink, take a shot, drink, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. You know, um, and... Um, Damn, yo, I'm so I'm so glad uh, that y'all have made it this far in this podcast. We're about thirty something minutes in at this point, and if you, and if you like this oh, shit, that's dope. Felt like five minutes, bro. Uh, we got a couple more minutes left in this shit, so let's go. All right, bars. Ball, man. Oh, hold up. Oh, yo, oh, yo. There we go, cheers. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What the fuck that mean anyway, yo? I've been saying it all day. <laughs> yo, I just tried to take a shot of my fucking microphone. <laughs> Can you both at the same time, bro? Oh, uh, shit. My bad. So, what you saying, bro? Uh, so, LeVar Ball, right? Or just Big ch- ball of brand. Never lost. Uh, shout out to, to the baller, uh, the, the triple B's, Shout man. out to LeVar Ball, man. He don't lose. He just learned. <laughs> now, learns. now... First of all, I have like so many um, conflicting feelings about the big baller brand, especially so, the family and the way that they they conduct business. Now, I'm all about you know black entrepreneurs, black men making money, things like that. What I'm not about is you know being an a, you know an aggressive dickhead, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think. LeVar has gotten to the point now where he's just like, yo, can't nobody tell me shit. I am the king dickhead of all time. I will fucking take my 15-year-old son out of high school and have him just doing fucking uh, suicides in the backyard for the next three years and shit like that. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? So, so I want to give y'all um, the backstory for anybody who doesn't know the whole story. LeVar Ball, he, he runs a Big Baller brand. That's his own company. His Big sons, Baller brand! His three sons, uh, Jello, uh, James, and 
Jabello, whatever the fuck their names are. I don't think Lamar he's... Lamar Jello. I don't think he called <laughs> not one no, name correctly. Right. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's, it's Jello Mellow and Fellow or whatever. Jello Mellow and Lonzo. <laughs> and Lonzo, that's right. Who's the Los Angeles Lakers? Yeah, and, and Lonzo is the one who's actually in the league. The rest of his children are trying to make it to the league. Lonzo's a cash cow. Everybody yeah, yeah, he signed him. Uh, I guess. Well, he's on a rookie minimum, but he's still making a good, a good amount of money, a couple million dollars a year. Um. His son went to, to, to China, start stealing shit <laughs> with him and his niggas, mm. and uh, them niggas got arrested. Good. And then after they got arrested, uh, you know, shout out to our Dorito in charge, Trump. He was just like, um, yo, I'm going to get y'all niggas out. And he was like, all right, cool, Ben, we out. Um, after that, you know, there was a little back and forth, but no one gave a fuck about that. Uh, Jello goes back to... UCLA and they're like, yo, we gotta sit you down for a couple months, bro. Like you fucking embarrass us out here internationally. Pulled him out of there. And um LeVar wasn't having that shit. He was like, nah, man, you gonna fucking sit my son. They going to the motherfucking NBA next year. All my son's going to the NBA. <laughs> Sound like Mr. T and shit. But uh, <laughs> I pitied the fool who don't put my son in the motherfucking NBA. <laughs> so so um so yeah, so he pulls his son Jello, the middle son, which is the least talented of all of the three brothers. But um, he pulls him out of, out of UCA and he says, "I'm going to train him so he can go to, to the NBA without the NCAA." Now, now Jordan, as 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 an athletic trainer, um, how do you feel about that, though? In your opinion, I think it's two things. Like the first thing that's upsetting is the fact that. As a parent, you're not teaching yours like this is not this is teaching your sons zero consequences for the behavior. And let's just put it in perspective: this is not the first time they've acted like assholes on that on national stage. On yeah, the national true. stage, they I say good when they got locked up at when they got locked up because at someone has to hold these people accountable. That's in my opinion. I think that's an issue within America across the board that there's a lack of accountability starting from. 45 down to LeVar Ball and the whole Ball family is all like balls in a cup or whatever. Whoa. But the issue pause. is... Yes, pause. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yo. Don DeMarco, DeMarco. DeMarco, DeMarco. The issue is that there's... And now it's not... There's a lack of skill development. Now it's all... It's Don King hyping up his three um, clown kids. Yeah. And now they're putting, and now you're putting them on a higher pedestal than what they might have not earned. Understandably so, you need to, you want to market your kid in order to get the, to get the maximum output financially. But on the same end, you have to be able for them, you have to be able to teach them. At what point, as a parent, do you teach them consequences for the behavior? Going, the, clearly they felt arrogant enough that when they were over there, that they can do some dickhead shit and like shoplift. So yes, you're going to get locked up. Right. And you think that somebody's tripping because oh, ten years we're locked for for that? Hey, guess what? That's the country shit. Bet you if you didn't cut class because you were too busy running suicides, you would have known that shit and not to fuck with them. Mm. Boom. Well, yeah, I mean, he drops Mike. <laughs> like, oh shit! I wasn't prepared for him to just like just stop. He just looked at me like, oh shit! I guess I gotta talk to him. <laughs> oh, I got more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I got more. No, okay, no, no, no. But but um, but but yeah, like like that's just how I feel too as well. Because it's just like, you know, like what what lessons are you teaching your children? You're just enabling enabling bad behavior at this point. 
And and it, it's not only just one child, it's all three of them because it's like Lonzo sucks. We all know that. But he still thinks he's like better than Steph Curry. If my son was trash at ball, I'd be like, yo, my nigga, like, let's talk real quick. <laughs> first of, first of, like, Lonzo doesn't think he's better than Steph Curry. Lonzo was probably brainwashed by his pops to think he's better than Steph Curry. That's probably that's true. The, that's the issue. The, listen, LeBron Ball, business side, genius. Absolutely. Perfect. Like, everything he's doing is, is perfect for I heard, the ball of like, no, nobody got their sneakers here, too, by the way. First of all, the sneakers are trash. However, I, re- I respect like, it. Like I, re- I, still re- I still respect it because it's their shit. I'm never going to downplay or, or or shit on something if they got their own shit. Yeah. Period. I, I don't care how trash they look, whatever the case may be. Would you if, buy something? If they generating money for it. If I was cool with LeVar Ball, I would, I would cop something. But I don't. why would I support LeVar Ball? I don't. I, I mean, don't, he's, I don't a, he, he's a black entrepreneur. I mean, we, no, yeah, we, should, we should support. No, I we get support black. No, I get, I get. No, I get that. But the world ball doesn't need me to buy some ugly ass shoes from him. Um, he, I respect it. I can respect it, but I don't need to buy some. Listen, <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I'm not in a position to be buying three hundred dollars shoes Actually, just for no. How much is it? Fine. Yeah. All right, nigga. So this ain't about supporting black businesses. That's different, <laughs> my nigga. That's not the same thing. You know, I, I think the problem is because we all went, went to uh, business school at, at one point. Right, so right. it's like about like supply and demand. He does not have the, the supply to meet the, the demand. If, if LeBron Ball does not sell one sneaker, he's good. He's fine. LeBron Ball, Ball is fine. LeBron, Pops is good. How though? Listen, he Pops, don't have a job. His listen, job is selling his fucking listen, sneakers. Listen, he's doing enough shit on television right now to be straight. Oh, yeah, he does have that that show one on. He's Facebook. straight. All in the family. He's straight. And, All in the family is actually a good. And show. he's talk, he's talked himself into having his own show. And he's a yeah. special guest on every sports show every other week. So he was on Monday Night Raw. Listen, LeVar Ball. Is he getting paid for for the yes, yes for appearances? Absolutely. Oh, okay. And listen, the ball. Listen, he's a the guy's a smart man. He's not an idiot. No, he's not. We may not agree with how he goes about with it. So so that's what I was saying in the beginning. So business wise, genius. Yeah. When I say with his sons. I'm never also going to tell him how to raise his sons because, you know, you don't know what that family dynamic is. It's obviously worked out for them because all of them young men. Well, are, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you real quick because, like, okay, so so George and man, pots and pans, right? Whatever. And, and, and he, he's, he's a father. Um, and, and, and once his, his daughter Sky grows up, maybe she might be, like, the next um, Scholar Diggins or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like... But he's just like, yo, she's, she's the motherfucking greatest basketball player of all time. She would dunk on Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, if right, you were just saying that, some crazy shit. Listen to me. Listen. Would you just be like, yo, my nigga, like, stop? No, I absolutely. I would. First of all, oh, okay. That's why I'm not. I'm not mad at LeBron for that. You're supposed to believe in your child. You're supposed to think. You're supposed to believe that they're going to be the best. The only okay. issue. The only issue that that lies is that I think. And, you know, he raised them a certain way. So maybe they're equipped to handle some of the pressure that he's laying on them. But he is putting a lot of pressure on these kids. Because yeah. if they don't live up to half of what he even claims they're going to be, is you know, it's kind of setting them up for the downfall. However, like I said, I can't be mad at him for belief. The belief in him, that's that's next to none. You're supposed to expect, look, son, you're going you're gonna to be the, ne- the next MJ. You're going to be better than MJ. Right. That's fine. But you know, Lonzo's on a whole nother level. Lonzo's a Los Angeles Laker. He made a lot of, you know, a lot of declarations of, of what his career is yeah, going to end up like. He has cast some, of them, some of them have come true though. 
So just still stay tuned. Like Lonzo may not be playing the way. I mean, he's I, I, I think I think Lonzo. Some got, of the predictions got, came true. You know, it's, shout shout to uh, uh, to to word of mouth marketing because like that's how Lonzo Ball became the second overall pick. I'm I'm a person who actually watches a lot of college basketball. I saw him play last year. He has a broken shot. You know what I'm saying? He can't shoot from from the left side. Um, people in the NBA pick that shit up like very quickly because you're playing against the best athletes in the whole fucking world. So once they realize like, yo, this dude cannot shoot from the left side, they just flood all the defense to one side of him, and then that's it. He can't do shit. So like, yeah, I mean, I think Lonzo may or may not be good. I think he probably got figured out really quickly, and his and his and his father put him in a position where it's just like, yo. I don't know if I'm this good, Dad. Like, <laughs> like I just, I probably should have been maybe the 20th pick in the NBA draft. Now I'm the second, and shit, what the fuck? How, how, how can I actually do this? Well, I mean, I think the thing is like, I'm not mad at the Lavar Ball promotion because, as Trey said, that's a matter of just your belief. Like, promoting your kid, you're going to do that because you want the maximum output. On the same end, I think, and that's a and that's a judgment call based on parenting. Do does your do, does your kid perform well under pressure or not? Am I putting all this pressure on them for them to crack or not? Clearly, they've gotten to this point based off of talent, and this and I am going to be of the assumption that this is not the first time that Lavar Ball has been promoting their kids at the, at this capacity. So. He might just know what buttons to push, and that's well and good because that's all individualized and subjective parenting. And I'm not going to have and take issue with that. Like, I've said, would you be Levar Ball as a father, or, no. or will you be Levar Ball as a father? No, no, no. I'm not a dickhead. I mean, but you you could be if you wanted to, though. <laughs> I could be if I wanted to. I mean, I think I'm definitely <laughs> going to make sure that my daughter is going to be in the best position for her to be most. Successful. Are you going to be like 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 one of those dads who like yells at her games and yells at the coach? No, I think the thing is the that as a parent, you have to have an overall respect for the program, including the head coach and what their structure is that they're trying to create. Because at the end of the day. You're not going. You're not the person who's going to be coaching your child if they make it to the grand stage on the professional level. You're not going to get. Everyone's not going to get a Doc in Austin Rivers. Mm-hmm. But on the same hand, that's not going. That's Austin not. Austin Rivers is trash, by the way. Hey. <laughs> if shout I were, to, if I were, but shout out to a fucking nepotism, though. Like, like white people have done it all like their whole lives. So I we finally got one out here. We got a nigga who sucks. We got a great job, and he doesn't fucking deserve. I think the thing. I think the thing is overall. I think the thing is overall, and if you want to go to taking it to that point, I think that people are always going there. People are going to maintain the comfort level that they're in, which is unfortunate because that that's going to limit your progression. And unfortunately, if we're going to talk about black people and the give back or that level of what Doc Rivers has done and how he's been able to push off. I mean, but, but yo, yo, real shit, like, like, Doc Rivers should just, as I said before, sit your son down and say, nigga, you ain't got this, bro. Like, you might need to go to the D-League for a couple months, figure some shit out. We're going to cut you. That. I can't say that. We're going to cut you. We're going to wave you, and you can figure this shit out, and then maybe, because, like, he should not, Doc, uh, uh, Austin Rivers is not an NBA player. 
There are plenty of worse people. He shoots sixty-five percent from the free throw line. They're like okay, and what, are, and what does Ben Simmons shoot from the free throw? We're line? not talking about Ben Simmons. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm just saying. All right, no, 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 no. So this is the trust of the process. We do not. Hold up, I gotta cut your mic. I gotta cut your. I gotta cut your mic. <laughs> no, I, I, I asked. I asked that just because. I asked that because. At what metric are we sitting here saying? Someone's shout to Big Ben. Not. Shout to my nigga. Uh, the process, Joel and B. We out here, gang, gang. <laughs> yeah, for the for the record, for the record, I'm a, I am a 76ers fan. Go ahead and beat and all that stuff. Trust the process. But okay. on the same end, right. guess what? The metric. I want. I just want to know what the metric is versus the. No, it's not a legit. It's not a He can't play defense. He can't shoot. He can, he just he he's, he had to play. He had to play good enough to to go where to go to school. He went to Duke. Duke. Exactly. Yeah. So you think that you think that this trash guy because was able of to, nepotism. Was his dad is Doc Fucking Rivers. And, he, and no, he was, it's not like he was not getting time at Duke. No, he was starting in Duke. Yes, and they won a national it was, championship. I think it was him and um. Uh, and they won a Seth national Curry championship. Was there? I think the the, the peak. The peak. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that the person who started on a national championship team underneath the winningest coach of college basketball is not a good enough NBA player? He's not because it's tons of fucking flameouts who are good in college and they just don't make it. Again, I just want to know what is, the, what is the he what is the, do, what is the metric? Trash and watch him and, wa- and watch him and watch him do do work. They ain't with the gonna net. do shit. That nigga's garbage. That nigga got got fucking uh, bricks for, for fucking feet, man. That hey, nigga, I, Again, I just want to know what the metric is at this point. The, the metric is, can, can you do it or not? Like, that's the fucking metric. Are you good or do you suck? If you suck, do something else. Don't don't trick yourself into feel like you can do something that you can't do. If you suck, you suck. That's it. So I mean, you, ma- ma- maybe I'm just an asshole. Maybe I'm just mean or maybe I'm just too blunt about it. But I just really do feel like... Everybody isn't fucking talented. <laughs> so, you're, so, you're, so you're saying trim the NBA into in, in half? No, we need role players, and that's fine. You can like be, Austin Rivers, he starts. He should not start. Now that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, because of injury, but still, See? but but still, there's no there's no, Austin Rivers <laughs> honestly should not even be in the fucking NBA. He is literally the worst fucking player I've seen in my whole. <laughs> Fucking life. Yes, I've man. never seen a, like I've seen him do like he doesn't know how to fucking play defense. He looks lost all the time. Your fucking dad is a fucking NBA championship coach. How the fuck don't you know you do not know how to play defense? You don't you don't know how to fucking get uh, uh, put your hands up at the right fucking time. You don't know how to pass in, in, in the flow of the offense. You don't know how to do shit. You're a terrible fucking basketball player. You do not deserve to have an NBA contract. There's so many niggas who play basketball for fucking $5 a fucking win at, at fucking uh, uh, some playground in North Philadelphia right now who could bust his ass who probably deserve to be in the NBA over that nigga right now. And why aren't they in the NBA? Because they like to, to, to smoke weed and, and, and store crack and do crack. They, they, so they, they, they like drugs. Is that Austin Rivers' fault? No, it's not Austin Rivers' fault that... So why, so why are you hating on him for getting money? I'm hating on him because he doesn't deserve to get the money. So, so you mean to tell me that a starter for Duke University underneath the winningest coach in college basketball history who represented the United States on their way to a gold medal, who won a national championship, 
who also has a father who is a national, who is a world. Given that resume, he should be way better. <laughs> okay. okay, you just okay, made this so nigga sound like Michael Jordan, nigga. Like, okay, like so, this nigga okay, is- so, 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 so your, so your hate for him is the fact that he's underperforming for the talent for the absolutely, purpose. and that, and that's perfectly fine, and that, and that, and that's, yeah. and that's Black America's gripe with America. Well, I have a, I have a great with 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 uh, Austin Rivers, not with America. You know, well, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Austin Rivers, <laughs> and I would fight that nigga if I saw him in person. <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you would you fight forty five? Um, damn, would I fight um, Donald? You know what? I think I could, I think I could take him. I'm pretty sure I could take him. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure you can take him. But um, the consequences, man. I am getting I'm, okay. Okay, I'm, Papa, How about we say? How about we say this? We remove consequences. Um, Are you giving forty five the hands? Yo, can I be one hundred percent honest? I think Donald Trump is very hilarious to me. Like he makes me laugh a lot, so much so that I don't know if I don't want him to die and shit. I, I don't want him to get beat up. I don't want him to get beat up either. So, I just, so, so, I, you're not, so you're not going to put the hands on uh, him? Nah, I, I kind of like Donald Trump. <laughs> He's funny, you man. If you're not with us, you're against us. Facts. No, I don't care. I don't care. It's not that I'm voting for Donald Trump or anything like that. I just, you, just, you, just, you, I just you just won't put the nah, hands on him. Nah, I think he's funny as shit. Like, he makes me laugh. So 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 if he created so if he created a travel ban where you could where you couldn't travel from Philadelphia anywhere, um, then would you want to put your hands on? Damn, him? now I feel like I'm from fucking um, Iran or some shit. That's crazy. You just made, you just brought this shit back home. This guy's good, man. Shout out to your podcast again. What was it called? Oh audience. shit, this nigga's good. We mean business. You can follow us on Instagram at. New Wrestling Alliance, the newest and you Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, we mean business. So or you can follow us on Twitter at we are NWA. All right, cool. That, uh, oh, NWA, like the um. Uh, no, I was thinking the NWO. I don't know that much about wrestling, so I can't really, really talk about it. Oh, don't worry. If we have more season <laughs> two, we're up to episode fourteen. You can jump on. You you definitely have a good time. We've gone, we've gone over to New Orleans. We, we traveled to WrestleMania. So we'll be at Royal Actually, Rumble. Actually, I'm going to dead the whole fighting people. Kind of thing. I want to talk to about this whole wrestling shit. Because you know what? Like, like as a kid, like I really um, I liked wrestling. Like I think back when I was a child, like I liked Shawn Michaels. He probably was my favorite. Um, I like Ray Mysterio Jr. I like um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. All great performers. Um, but I always wanted, like, after niggas started getting pussy, why the fuck do you still watch wrestling? <laughs> like, it just didn't make me sense. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I mean, clearly, like, I mean, I hear you. I mean, clearly, like, clearly, clearly you've had sex in your life because you have a child. So. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> for all those listening, watching wrestling does not deter you from intercourse with the opposite sex. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 I mean, I think the thing is, it's like, it's like, it's just like anything else. Why do you watch TV shows? Why do you watch movies? Like, they're scripted, you know it's a stunt, you know it's fake and all these things. When you as you get older, it's not necessarily you're looking forward from you're looking at it for the actual combat head to head boxing UFC style like results. You're looking for the performance, you're looking for the theatrics, you're looking for someone to perform, put on a good show, kinda like a Mayweather fight. Who happened, <laughs> who, happened who happened to be at WrestleMania as well? So okay, so so you're more so interested in like the storylines or mm-hmm. 
I'm interested in. I'm so interested, it's like it's like I'm a male story. story. I'm interested so in the storylines. I'm interested in the performances. And like when I mean performance, I mean the in ring work. I mean the actual wrestling, mm-hmm. top rope action, the strikes, the grappling, the storytelling from there, the out the outcome. Okay. You're trying to see. You're trying to see character development and character di- um, growth. I mean, wow. when you really when you think of it in an <coughs> in depth way, it's the basis of what has created and developed. The Rock, or as people now know him as Dwayne Johnson, aka the most famous person in the world, most likely. Yeah. So you figure like all these things, you have an appreciation for this spot-on improv athletic ability because I don't want people to think that because it's fake that these people aren't athletes. It's scripted, but this doesn't it doesn't mean that they are less skilled of a performer. Yeah, I guess you know once I was um, privy to know that. Uh, wrestling was fake. I just I'm like, all right, well, I'm done with this. And that was probably about maybe 13, 14 years old. What's your favorite movie? Um, Forrest Gump is my favorite movie. Hmm. And again, do you think that was a real movie? You know, there's so many real things that happen in there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that, right, and that, that, per- and that perfectly right there is wrestling. It blends. It blends. It, it blends in. Reality and fiction to a point where you watch just to see what happens, and you're entertained for whatever reasons. It's so proper. You mentioned Shawn Michaels. You mentioned Rey Mysterio. You've mentioned like you know, these like great performers, and mm-hmm. I think the, the thing of the reasons why they drew, why they drew you in just because they're old. You know, you know what was so cool about Shawn Michaels and me? Uh, shout out to anybody who knows who Shawn Michaels is and listening. He used to kick the shit. I don't oh, know. Super kick. Yeah. He would yes, kick yes. niggas in their motherfucking face. And you just sound like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, how is that fake? <laughs> no, and, and that's and that's the thing. That, and that's the thing when it comes to wrestling. There are certain things that you can't fake. Like you got you got certain you have certain strikes that you can't fake. The one the world famous Ric Flair chop to the chest. Yeah. You get four or five of those, you start to see the red develop. Oh yeah, the yeah, chest. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get slammed on your back three, four times. You get suplexed by Brock Lesnar what? thirteen, fourteen times. Were you ever like three. one of those kids who was like like maybe like elementary school, middle school, like like wrestling, doing like the actual moves and shit like that? Oh, um, I think the like thing that? is, I mean, yeah, I, yes. mean, I was, uh, I, was uh, <laughs> I took a, to, to a degree. I was uh, I played. I was a bear. I was an athlete overall, so I was already involved in actual amateur wrestling. Okay. So you add that high on to yeah, high school wrestling. What was like your well. your your finishing move? Um, I think it was probably more of an ankle lock or submission. I definitely mm-hmm. enjoyed the grappling and techniques of it. Is that is that what um Ken Shamrock? That was like the Ken Shamrock move. Um, Ken Shamrock, Kurt Angle, yeah. Okay, so you would like basically to to describe it to to the listeners like. You, they would be on the ground, I guess. On their stomach. Well, think about stomach. think about it like this: if you, yeah. if people are if you're if you're familiar with the sleeper hold and like somebody putting you on an L and then how that hand is like pushing the head either to the left or the right. You're doing right. that on someone's ankle. You're putting that yeah. You're putting that right around the ankle socket and ankle joints. It looked like it could be painful. I guess. Yeah, no, it's it really is painful. That's where you where the theatrics comes into play because. You're applying a little bit of pressure because the because you want to see it on camera where hey the the blood is being cut off from that area but you're not doing it to the point where I'm trying to hurt break you. your ankle. Yeah. So, so and you never you never thought to do some some real shit like like UFC or anything like that. No, I mean and I think that's something going into business for yourself. That's a matter of just having respect for just 
again, just the as that business or just having respect for that sport or sports entertainment and however right. you want to call it. So, so, so who, who are your, your your top five wrestlers of all time? Top five wrestlers of all time. The Rock. I'm gonna go down from five to one. Okay. I'll go with um, number five, and I toggle with this all the time, but he's probably cracked it finally. Chris Jericho is my is my number five. Why him? He seems kind of boring. I don't. I, I remember watching him as a kid. He kind of sucked. Chris Jericho is is a performer. Like it's like for me being a wrestling fan of over twenty five years, someone who's gotten better with age. Okay. He came from the cruiserweight division from WCW. I'm mean, we're not we're not even going to go to that far in the backstory, but to become a the first ever undisputed world champion. Being able to manage and maintain a high-level rock band, being going on those world tours, coming back and be, having the same relevancy, reinventing himself constantly. Superstar of the year 2008, coming back, superstar, superstar of the year 2015. To a point now. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, who, so who's, who's next? Who's next? Sorry, yeah, I can go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I can go on and on. If you want to hear, if you want to hear more, yeah, let's keep it simple. If you want to, if you want to hear more new wrestling alliance yeah, yeah. on Instagram, who's four? Number four. Let's see. Number four. I'm gonna go with probably the Undertaker. Okay. Yeah. I fuck. I fuck yeah. with the Undertaker. Undertaker and the same dude over time, but the WrestleMania streak. Um, you can't. You definitely just can't. Um, you know what? What was crazy about Undertaker? Because I would like check in and out on wrestling, but um, like he he he, when he did that whole like I'm a biker guy phase. Oh, badass. I was like, like what, like what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, no, I really, like, I'm a I badass do guy. not understand I'm, that version I'm of the. I don't understand Rick. that version of Undertaker. <laughs> um, a couple of friends were just talking about it get, um, earlier. It's actually it makes it seem like yeah, it's Make America Great Undertaker. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ruined his legacy. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 he would show up in the fucking Harley and have him like a do rag and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's number three? Yeah, who's three? Number three, number three. I mean. I'm gonna have to go with The Rock. The Rock is Ooh. three. Ooh, hey, okay. actually, we ain't heard two on one yet, though. Yeah, so you never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with The Rock. Right, now you know what I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna go Stone with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew you were gonna do that. Now, Stone Cold for me, as like when I actually did watch, watch wrestling, he probably was my favorite. Number one, because yeah. because you relate to the character. Yeah, the character was just. The character development was just so yeah next level. Like it wasn't that he was like a great wrestler per se. Mm -hmm. It was just more so he just did not give a fuck. Mm -hmm. And I think that attitude that he brought, uh, uh, as like the everyday man who works at a fucking factory and drinks beer and mm -hmm. fucking drives a tractor and wants to f say fuck you to to their boss all the time, like. Like, like, like that shit was so fucking dope to me. Stone Cold Stun out of yeah, and, and, yeah, and I think, and I think on top of that, his theme song when you hear that fucking glass, that glass break, the glass break, and then he come out with that fucking guitar riff and shit, and he the just fact like that his music now is still prevalent. You go to any baseball stadium, that's probably someone's plate music when they walk up to the plate. Word, like that, that might be of of any wrestler iconic, the best walk up music for anybody. I I can't. I can't think of anybody else who um, who would probably even can, can compete with that in my opinion. It's funny we actually have an episode like that on the podcast. But what's what's number two? What's number two? Number two though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even going into that, but number two. What's it? 
Shots don't go see Boston, man. Number two, the legend of the rock. Yeah, the rock to me was always fucking corny, man. Wow. I never really liked it. Even him. when he started? Yeah. Because when he first started, like when he first started was when I was actually like really into wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So like he started off as like Rocky Maya Villa. Yeah. And then he, the he went to the motherfucking the nation. Um, in, um, the, the, nation of domination. Nation of domination. And I was like, is this he nigga was black? black? Like, man, like, who, we knew. like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, so, so he was in this, like, Black Panther shit, and I just <laughs> didn't understand why the fuck The Rock was even there. <laughs> and then and then he's like, oh, you smell what The Rock is cooking. And I was like, this guy's fucking corny. Um, but his, 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 his moves were dope. But I just thought he was kind of corny, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, and it, the, the, for The Rock, it was just a matter of, once you gave him the microphone, everybody oh, listened. On the mic, he was great. That 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 was where he was like um, next level was was on the microphone. And then from there, the performance. And then from there, the movies <laughs> and performances. The people's elbow, mm-hmm. right? And then right. number one, you already mentioned him, Shawn Michaels. Woo. Oh, you think he's number one too? Yeah, Shawn Michaels is the greatest performer of all time, hands down. Yeah. And he, and if you're listening, your favorite wrestler is probably going to say Shawn Michaels is their favorite. Now wrestler. it's it's because like for anyone who's um, an '80s baby, uh, when you were in middle school, at one point, you all did the sucking move, oh, and and that's when you basically X, did, did like a crotch yes. chop. You did a crotch chop and you put like an X over your private area and you just said suck it. You said it to your teachers. You, you said, said it to your, your teacher. You your said friends. it to any fucking body who you did. Most likely, it's most likely a 15-yard penalty in the NFL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And probably uh, after school detention and, and, and that, school. And that shit right there should, should just let... Even if you don't watch wrestling, which I don't anymore, uh, but it, even if you don't, you know what that shit is. <laughs> you, you, know. Yeah, you know what suck it is. It's certain things that are synonymous with wrestling. Right, right, right. Now, but uh, shout, shout out to that man, and um, shout out to sucking it. Yeah. Woo! And you got to, right, and you're up, mad man. at that. I got two words on. for you. All right. Suck it. And okay, so so <laughs> we about to wrap this shit up real, real quick. Uh, you, but, um, you let's know let, let's just do one more topic. We only one more. Yeah, let, let's just go through like 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 the rest of the other in the year shit. Um, so did we come to a consensus on what's the best rap album of the year? No. I know what mine is. I told you my favorite was Rick Ross, rather you than me. Jordan? Jordan. I'm the one who brought up Rick Ross, so. Oh, you agree? Well. Oh, wow. Okay, I, my vote is Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Um, did Meek Joy come out this year too? Huh? Yeah. Meek Joy came out of year too, right? Yeah, it was cool. It you was like, my favorite. You like Meek Joy? You know, I, I'm one of like the rare Philly people, people who are from Philadelphia, who does not fuck with me like that. But I have a question: mm-hmm. What kind of, what kind of Meek fan? I'm not Meek fan. I'm sorry. What kind of Kendrick fan are you? Are you the whatever? I go drives? back to overly dedicated man. I, I actually, I became aware of Kendrick Lamar when Section 80 came back. It came out. That was like in 2010 or 11. Um, and at that point, I was just hooked as a fan. Yeah. So are you the are you the Kendrick fan that is not open to debate about who's better than Kendrick? Like of 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 current rappers? Yes. There's no current rapper who can rap better than him right now. Like you you could name any current rapper, you could say Big Sean, you could say J. Cole, you could say um who else is like considered lyricist? What if I what if I what if I threw what if I threw this out at you and it and it tends to raise debate? What, what? How would you compare him to Jim versus Drake? 
I mean, I mean, they're, they're they're two polar opposite artists. Like one person is a person who's like really like Drake is, is is concerned with like melody, and song writing and song making. Kendrick is more so a lyricist, um, but he's also a visionary and person who who just thinks about the whole like composition of the project. He he's not he's a person who's like very detail oriented where, where he just goes through every single minute detail. So well, well, I'm not necessarily talking about the preparation in terms of preparation. I'm talking uh-huh. about you're going bar for bar. Bar for bar. I mean, Kendrick is a way better rapper than Drake. I mean, that's not even that's not even debatable. I mean, like like why isn't it not debatable? Because one, Drake doesn't write all his own lyrics. Like let's that's something that everyone else knows. Like everyone knows mm-hmm. that he doesn't write his own lyrics. Everyone knows that Kendrick writes his own lyrics. On top of that, Kendrick's lyrics are more poignant. They're more so intellectual. Quest, question. Yeah. Are we? Do you fault an actor for not writing their own script? Those are two different mediums, man. You can't really compare acting and rapping. Like just 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 because you can't, you can't call acting, you can't compare acting and rapping. I mean, even though not all raps are factual, rapping is more so poetry, and 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 mm-hmm. acting is reciting someone else's poetry. So right. like like that's not the same that's thing. True. Like you, can, I could give you a book of anything that I wrote, and you can and you can read it back. The, like better than anyone else could do. Like, oh, he's a good actor. Is that what Drake does? He's a great actor. He's been acting since he was in fucking Degrassi. Like, no, so is that is that what Drake does when it comes when it comes to him as a was a rapper, lyricist, or a rapper? Yeah, he's he's. I I, I would say he probably writes about sixty five percent of his I think, shit. I think he does. Yeah. So sixty five percent. Do you think? Do you think that is? Top level? No, because he's just talking about bitches he fucked from like Atlanta who worked in fucking he, he, Hooters. He makes shit. great songs, man. He but 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 he makes yeah, great he millennial makes, music. He's a great songwriter. Uh, Hotline Bling in 2016 was one of my favorite songs. He wrote that shit by himself. You know what I'm saying like um, the motto, all types of songs. Is thinking me, I love Drake as a as a as an artist. I don't think he's a great rapper because I don't think he writes all his own shit. So as a rapper, you have to be able to write your own lyrics. As an MC, you have to write your own lyrics. Not necessarily as a rapper. If that's the stake you want to claim, so yeah. or, so we're, so you're so in term so when you when speaking about Kendrick as a an MC, you think that he's uh, there's nobody that's comparable. And in, in 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 his era, no. Okay. Not and, not not J Cole, not Sean, not Meek, not Jordan Lucas, not. Um, speaking of Jordan Lucas, what yeah. do you think about? Have you seen that video? Yeah, I saw it. I thought it was dope. Um, I, I like the fact that that he um, that he used a white guy to start it off. And, and yeah, because he had a lot of people pissed off in the first half of that. You got to get the mic, nigga. You can't talk. I, to I, I just I just seen that joint. I just seen that joint of Lucas joint this past. Uh, I think it was this week. It was probably like Monday or something. Or something. Sunday or Monday. Yeah, and I think it's called. And, um, I'm not racist or something. I'm not. Ra- I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. Yeah, too, right. I. I you're right. Absolutely, that's actually what got my attention because um, I was on YouTube and it kind of popped up as a recommendation to watch. And uh, the thumbnail was this white guy who looked like a damn lumberjack or some shit with a right. I, with a um, Make America Great Again hat on. So I, and it said Joyner Lucas, who I I wasn't hip to Joyner Lucas. Were you? I don't, did you know about Joyner? Lucas? I knew about like, him. Like I feel like I, the, I've heard the name, but I didn't know. What yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way. Like I know a lot of niggas. Um, who rap and shit, and uh, sometimes they they put me on the mm-hmm. to, to on the new artists. I heard some of my homies talking about him, but I did I didn't really know his music. Same until same, same here. So yeah. so that's why I looked at it. I, I clicked the, clicked on the link, and um, when the video started, 
I was actually confused. I mean, I knew it wasn't a white guy's voice talking, but I was getting yeah. tight <laughs> while I was listening you to know, it. Because I'm like, I, I know this is not you, yeah. but um, he was rapping for a long time. So I'm like, this this the white guy's portion of the video was was a was a good period. It's a pretty long video. Yeah. I so think, I was like, and, and, and you know what was crazy, and I think like that was kind right. of a lot of people's gripes was the fact that. The white guy, he was just eviscerating black people. He was just no. He man. was he was going ham. That yeah. first, I think the only problem, and not even, I don't even think it's a real problem. But I think the problem is that whichever verse is the better is debatable. So like, but that that's I think that's what well, I think I, that's the I, point. I think that's the but point. But I think I think and that was like some other people's problems. And he was like, well, he, like the black guy didn't speak enough. He didn't really like go into our history and all this other shit. And he was like more of a black apologist as opposed to like him. Talking to white people the way that we mm -hmm. really feel about white people, which might have been a little bit more but I, aggressive. I think he went in. I think people need to go back and listen to every verse. No, it, uh, he, I think I think he, he I went think, in. He just was kind of like a not necessarily apologizing, but like, oh, I look like I'm a drug dealer. Oh, I look like I I do this, I do that, as opposed to him just being like, no, fuck you, white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and he didn't do that. It was just more so like. You think I do this, but I don't do I this. I think I think he was, I think he went heavy on him in the beginning of the when he first started the he verse. Started I think I think I think it did think, ease out in the, at the end, but at the end of the day, I I, I still think that shit mattered. Like, I don't think I don't think that's a we need to eviscerate white people song. I think that's a song where we need yeah. to both put each other in each other's shoes. And, and but but it seemed more I, so I like it, it seemed more so like the white guy, as you said, he got he got he got his like. 87 bars off on, on a No, but, you know, so, at the end of the day, they, I think they rap about the same time. I just think it seemed crazier because yeah. the white guy was, I think, <laughs> to, to be to be real, to be real, the only reason the the first verse sounded crazy is because uh, the white guy's part in that verse, um, Jordan was saying nigga a lot. So I think that yeah. kind of made the shit sound crazier than what it might are have you, actually are, are you one of those black people who don't like when white people say nigga? Around you? Yeah, I don't. I don't like when any white person says nigga around me. Like, like even if they're absolutely, even if they're like clearly acting or. What do you mean clearly? Oh, acting? okay. Like, well, no, I, I, I said that up wrong. Well, yeah. Okay, so, so as, as like going back to to the video, like yeah. he's 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 clearly acting. No, no, right, right. No, I'm not. I don't okay. have a problem with that. That is Joyner Lucas's project. Right. And and he's creating, he's creating a perspective for. For everybody to look at in, in efforts to bring each other together like right. white and black people i'm not mad at that like i get that that's but but but, that's do, but but in your real life do you give like white guys passes to say nigga i don't give no white person the pass to say nigga ever never will i don't care if they say nigger i don't say do you give say, other minorities passes yeah pull me pull me a little bit more of that jack real quick. Yeah. That? Do, do, do you give other minorities a pass to say nigga too as well so this is the thing with the other minorities is because it's such a gray area with that only because it's kind of like I'm not as upset. I don't think anyone other than black people should say it. That's my honest belief. I mean, I just feel like, you know, it just is what it is. Like we're we, we're using it in the in a in a different light right. this day and age. As a and, and I think I, to me to me I'm like other. Um, you know, ethnicities and things like that. It's kind of hard for me to get upset because, for most of the time, when that when I do experience that, I don't really know who they are. Like I don't know if they they could be mixed with. They could be some part of. Like, I don't I don't know what their situation is. Like to me, they're they're not white. 
<laughs> so like to me, they, they yeah. could be some. I, mean, sort of, I, I I just I don't th- know. I think, I think sometimes like, no, nobody I know closely like says it for me to know exactly what it is. Um, says it like like that. So like to me, I, it's it's just kind of hard to say. But like, cause most of the the minority, not my other minorities that have said it, mm-hmm. that I've usually I usually just hear it in public. Like, I, I mean, I just see like like shit. Latinos. They say nigga, and it's a lot of Latinos time. that's mixed with black. So I'd be confused. Well, the, I don't. Then, I don't. Then know. There's a lot that aren't mixed with any black. Though. No, that's true. And I, I, to me personally, I don't care for that at all. I don't feel the same. As if when they say it, and when a white person says it, that's just something I can't explain. I, 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 I have a very good uh, Latino but. friend who uh, doesn't look Latino. You guys know who this person is. I'm not gonna put her, uh, put that person's name out there. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, this person would mm. love to say nigga, like like um, her other Latinos can. But she would love to, or she doesn't. No, she would love to. <laughs> she, I don't. She she would love to have a nigga pass, but she doesn't say it. She doesn't say it. Listen, I don't even think I disagree. I don't even think she cares to say it. No, that's not true. I don't. We yeah. had this. Me and her had this conversation. She said that. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? She's so fucking oversaturated with the shit just because yeah. all of her friends that niggas. It's kind of May I please have a nigga. <laughs> What else do I have to show you fucking people? I mean, <laughs> listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I will never vouch for someone other than a black person to say it. So you, know, you won't sponsor somebody think, to, to, to say nigga? I don't, huh? You won't be like, okay, I will give you a nigga visa, basically. Like, you can say nigga for like... <laughs> like no, I'm never, I'm never doing that, no. Oh, okay. If you say it around me, I'm not I'm not going to get upset with it. I'm not going to... You're so not going to piss you, me you, off. You if a white person says it, I'm going to be sad. You, you, you have a good friend who, who's Asian, right? He has, mm-hmm. he has a black girlfriend. Um, if he said nigga around you, how would you feel? Just is what it is. See, no, no, what the fuck are you saying there, man? Like, come on. He's giving double standards. I'm not... No, no, no. I'm not saying it is what it is. I'm, I'm saying it is what it is in, in terms of everything that I said still stands. Uh-huh. That's what I mean. So, like, not is it what it is. Like, fuck it. He my, that's my dog. But, yeah. you know, I feel, the, I feel the same way. I feel the same way as if anyone other than a black person says it. I feel some kind of way every time. Now, if it's somebody that's close to me that says it, you know, we'll have a conversation. Okay. And well, the conversation is not going to. It's going. I know how the conversation is going to end. It's not going to end. And we're not about to. Well, we're not like, about to I, make I think, a deal. I think, I think this, uh, this 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 discussion will never be solved. But thank y'all for listening to to the uh, We Drunk Right Now podcast. Shout out to all my niggas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if you're black or white or hey man, follow me on Trade Biz, Instagram, Twitter. I ain't got my own, on my own podcast, but I do be talking that shit. All right. You know what I mean? So you can follow him on, on Instagram. Is what Trey Biz T R E Y B I Z. What up? Okay. And Jordan. You can find me on Instagram at jdavis1007. Find me on Twitter, same thing, jdavis1007. And last plug about the, about the um, wrestling I'm about podcast. to cut your mic off. <laughs> new Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> never, and never. new Wrestling Alliance. Uh, all right, but I really appreciate it being on here. This is oh, an awesome thing. Hey, happy birthday, Zay, dog. Oh, thank real, you, bro. Most importantly. It's, it's, it's Zay Day, Shout out to that. Thank it's you. Zay and, Week. And, it's Zay yeah. Month. December's all Zay month. Yeah, it's, Shout it's, it's, it's my whole month, so we find um, him by, by him a shot. He, he hoeing the night. He, <laughs> hey. he fucking up in the bathroom what, tonight. Where the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, two year uh, lease. Whoop, two year lease is on deck. Hey, we out here. Bye. <laughs>